that you talk to God You hypocritic, messianic, child abusing, turn satanic Do you remember me? Do you remember me? The kid I used to be Do you remember? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Talk Junkie, and that is Apocalyptica. I'm not Jesus. Uh, that That's a song that touches on some really uh, sensitive issues. Uh, one of them being... Sorry, I had to do something. One of them being uh, child sexual abuse uh, in the church, um, apparently. Well, not apparently. I know this is true. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I'm um, here to chew talk junkie, myself and uh, Goose and the incomparable Bowling Cox were having a wonderful discussion, and I said something that bothered someone. I said, was happier, the guy was happier than a Catholic priest at a T-ball game. Uh, obviously, I wasn't making fun of people who had been sexually abused. And if that had been the complaint, then, like, I would have understood. Like, again, looking back, I probably shouldn't have said it because of that. Like, because, you know, for someone who had been uh, sexually molested by a priest, like, that may be an uncomfortable statement. And, and that, and in that sense, like, I would feel awful. And I never thought about it like that. I always said things like that as a shot at the church and the priesthood. Um, and which is how I mean it that day. But that was the confusing part. Someone said, well, you know, you shouldn't have said that. And and I explained to them exactly what I just explained to you. And I said, well, no, uh, I mean, not every priest does that. And um, you, you shouldn't attack the church like that. And I said, well, you're not even Catholic, one. And, and two, you should attack anybody that, does things like that and allows it to happen continually over and over and over again throughout time. Um, and this is not a comment. This is not somebody leaving me a comment. <laughs> At that point, I don't know how dumb somebody is. This is somebody I've met in real life. And and that this is somebody I know. And that makes it hard. And they said, well, it's just um, your temperament towards religion that um, that that causes you to say things like that. I think everybody should have the temperament towards religion that I have. Faith and belief uh, are beautiful things. Uh, religion's man-made. It's like Catholicism and the Catholic Church. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't support it or back it or apologize for my feelings towards it at all in any way, shape, or form. That's uh, idiocracy. Um, I, I just I don't feel that way. But I I tried to have a discussion with this person and. Fact of the matter is, they, you know, they, they probably weren't capable of a discussion, an open discussion, because they had an agenda and they they had a belief structure. And even again, this is not a, a Catholic person. Um, and and let me clear that up. I guess he he said, if it wasn't the Catholics, you wouldn't go after him. Well, the the. <laughs> the policy that Jehovah's Witnesses have with uh, abusers and, and how they must be uh, addressed and how they can be accused and who can be in the room, and I don't support that either. I think they're just as bad, actually, 
100% equal in bad, just not equal in number of offenses. Um, Mormons, marrying child brides and FLDS people, uh, yeah, I don't I despise them all at the same level. Uh, but anybody from in, but not just religion. I mean, anybody from anywhere. The most godless atheist in the world who molests children. I don't approve of. I don't. So no, it it has nothing to do with that. Do I have a special dislike for Catholicism? Yes. Um, almost since its inception, this has happened in the Catholic Church because this homosexuality in is what they considered it but that's not what it was it was child abuse and child molestation has been in the catholic church since the beginning of the church and they've never done anything about it and they never will uh unless someone forces them to and I, you know so i will make no apologies <laughs> to the church not like they're ever going to hear this i have zero respect for the pope the pope's no different than any other dude uh, except he's covering up on the largest child sex rings in the world. So Pope can eat one. I don't, I really don't give a crap. Like that's ridiculous. All these people freaked out with Sinead O'Connor done what she done on Saturday night live. And I mean, you know, even at that age, I was like, I mean, dude's a bad dude. Why, why would you not do that? We know that he's a bad dude. Why, why would you not do that? So yeah, that's a crap way to start out, but it is the way we started out. And, so uh, on a on a, uh, a happier note, uh, I've been getting podcasts out fairly consistently now, and I want to go back and talk about a couple. Um, obviously, we done the back to back here to chew bubble gums, you know, uh, and then the up all night selling time, which kind of fell in between those. That was a weekly deal, but I did back to back two kind of lost episodes, and I want to explain a little bit. Of, a little something about those and give some clarity on that. Um, the the one that come on the Labor Day special, the, the lost episode one, um, that episode exists. Like, it, it was a Talk Junkie episode. It, it just did not make it to the streaming platforms it is on youtube you can go watch it on youtube and you'll be like one of the two people who have and that was the problem like i, I really enjoyed that episode and i'm working on an episode about things my grandfather said and that one kind of made me think about him and so i thought about it and i was like man i'd really like for people to hear that you know so if you'd heard it before i'm sorry uh i just i don't think many people have i don't know if anybody maybe one or two people had heard it and that was probably it because it didn't stay up on streaming services and it got I deleted it, and I didn't mean to. Like, it was a complete and total accident, and that's back when I was still on Spreaker. And I deleted it and had no clue how to get it back and, like, how to get it back up on there. So, like, there it was on YouTube. And back then, I just didn't think far enough ahead to go, well, I'll just redo it and put it back up. So that's why that one was up there. And then right after that, you had um, the uh, Do Good, uh, the 2019 Do Good. That in itself was never on Talk Junkie. That was only on um, the YouTube channel. And so it's completely new material if you hadn't heard it. And I haven't got any complaints. And my listeners are nowhere at the level they were at one point in time. I don't think I got an email in the last two episodes. Maybe the last three. 
And a lot of times the, the emails I am getting at this point are people I know. So like, I don't think I'm going to get complaints like I used to get complaints, but that don't mean I don't want to do a good job for the three of you that still listen because I like you as people and, and I want whoever listens to this to be. So, you know, I, I hope that people enjoy that because I do have like the very first one, the, 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 the kind of the idea, the catalyst for, for doing talk junkie and, and the YouTube page, like I'd say nobody's ever heard that it's up on YouTube, but I'd say nobody's ever heard it. So like, I'd like to get it out there. So I'd like to keep doing these types of shows. You know, I just, I don't want people to, um, to not like the, that type of content. So if, if you do have an issue with that, like, let me know. Um, it, it, cause I, I want to know, I don't want it to be, uh, me, I guess, uh, putting out stuff and, and people are like, well, I don't want to hear that. That's old. Like to me, it wouldn't make a difference the date on which it was recorded as long as I'd never heard it, you know, and, and as long as it's not something that's super time sensitive. And I like looking back on stuff. So, and I hope you guys do too, but you know, if, if you don't like it, you know, that's, that's cool. Let me know. Um, in regards to episode 161 in this moment, um, I think I mentioned this on the show before, and I know well. Definitely mentioned it on the the Here to Shoot Talk Junkie episode. Um, a lot of people reached out to me on on that episode in particular, and that was cool. I really appreciated that that people took the time to reach out and go, you know, uh, to, and, and to, to number one to reach out and to tell me that they liked it, and it's got double the plays that my normal shows are getting right now. So. You know that that makes me happy, and and I want to thank the people who did reach out with that show, and and I want to thank the people that took the time to listen to that. And I do want the podcast to grow. And you know the way I grew it the first time, um, was with social media, or was without social media and without it was word of mouth. And I would ask people to share and like, and I, and I don't really do that anymore, but you can go on basically whatever app you use to listen to a podcast and share an episode. And if you find an episode, like especially on Spotify, because on Spotify, you can share it from the point you're listening at. So if there's a point you really like an episode, you can share it from that point. And if I understand it right, that's where it'll pop up when they get it. Um, and iTunes, you can share an episode. Uh, Anchor, you can share but if you've got somebody you think maybe they would like this podcast, go share what's your favorite episode. If it's if it is episode one sixty one, whatever it is, share that. And, and you know, I'm not asking you to to go out and be my street team or anything. Uh, I got other junk to pedal, but uh, it would be cool if I could you know if I could do that and get get the the listeners up, you know, just a little bit. I it may be a long time before I'm back up to where I was and I may never be back up to where I was. And, and, and that's, that's cool too. Like I, I, you know, it don't, it don't have to be back up to where I was. Uh, I don't, I don't mind that at all. Um, but if you feel like it, um, you know, share away and, uh, you know, kind of try to help build, something out of that
on that one i can play as much of that song as i want to because that song is mask of make-believe by provice um and if you don't know provice is one of the bands i'm in and um sorry you hear all that noise i'm kicking that chair around i just got up and walked to the door and i'm out of breath uh provice is one of the bands i'm in and mask of make-believe is the last single we released and uh i'm real happy with it it's on itunes spotify youtube music uh pretty well the only places i knew to put it it's on all those places and um get it and check it out that would be awesome if you did uh make me real happy and speaking of that and and speaking of things i'm into and things i'm gonna do and then i'll wrap this up i'm trying to get into the meat of this because it's gonna be a quick episode it's not gonna mean anything huge uh say that we may be two hours i don't know because i didn't plan this out but um i got a question on the book from a guy I met uh, over something involving the book. Uh, it's it's done in regards to I'm not adding any pieces or taking any pieces away, not really altering pieces. Um, it, it was done in July and could have been released in July. It wouldn't have been as good, but it could have been released in July. I have a friend looking at it. There's things that need to be fixed on it. What I would really like to do is if I finally get the time this week, and that's, for once, it's not me being lazy. That's me being honest. Like, I really haven't had the time here lately. If I get the time this week to sit down and go, okay, I'm going to fix this. Like, I'm, I'm going to put the work into this and get this done. I need to do that. Uh, I know I need to do that. And so I'm going to try to do that and and try to get this thing out in October. Um that would be ideal for me. So uh, that that's that's what I'm going to try to do. And um, I'm not going to push it. And I said, you know, this will probably be the last book. And it might. And it might not. I've been working on a book called Songbook for a while now. And it's uh, pieces that basically were written the ideal being for songs and um i've got a bunch that didn't make it into provide songs i've got um you know various different ones that i would like to um i would like to get get them uh into a a book form and and i may i may end up doing that you know because i got you know i thought about it i'm like well why not if i if i have the desire to to write something why not write it why or if i have it and you're like i've had that for a while with the exception of the short stories i just can't i I can't finish short stories and i don't know why but these these things don't need finish so that that's a possibility that could happen so that's the book that that's where i'm at on the book uh as far as the music goes we have on october 3rd we have another um we have another song that's going to uh 
release on streaming and have a video and stuff. And we do have videos up on YouTube. It's on Provice, uh, I think it's Provice Band or maybe, yeah, it's Provice Band. Uh, we're on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, TikTok is at Provice Band. It's P-R-E-V-I-S-E. Uh, you can go there, but we have a little ad running uh, on the Ticker Talker. It's kind of like a sample from the song. I feel it all inside. So that's the new song, still alive, and it'll be out uh, October 3rd. It's done, ready to release. I just like dates, and me and Bruce were talking about dates, and I goofed up. We were going to do it every third week on a Monday, New Music Monday, and uh, I overcounted a week. So it actually is going to be four weeks from when we had intended, but it, it is what it is. It's got to let it go, but it will be out. Um, if you're a fan of Here to Chew Bubblegum, uh, if you're not a fan of Here to Chew Bubblegum, um, I have no respect for you whatsoever. What, what kind of person? If you don't listen to Here to You Bubblegum and the Spooky Family and you take the time to listen to this, you're degenerate. You need to clean your shit up. You need to work on your life. You need to look at how you're living because you're not living right. I can't, I can't go a week without Goose and Elliot and Gertie and Dan and the Queen and Beagle. Like, you can't, you can't do that. The dirty Dan and Beagle alone. Two of the largest, sexiest men in my life, and I need them in my life. I do. I do. Um, I like big, tall, strong, strapping young men, and uh, that's what they are. And you need to check those two shows out. But the 100th episode of Here to Chew on the Bubblegum is coming up real soon, and um, I'm looking forward to that. Word on the street, and I'm going to tell you right now. I know the streets. I know the streets better than most people probably know the streets. Um, I'm a street knower, uh, some people would say. Um, but uh, the word on the street is I may get to be on that um, uh, on that episode. Uh, that's my hope. You know, I don't don't know that for sure, but that's the ideal. It's what we're looking for. It's what we're shooting for. Uh, Goose did ask, and that will be, I think, not next weekend, but weekend after maybe is the hundredth episode. So they, I don't look at, I don't know my own episode number, so there's no way I know what episode number they're on at this point. But you've got from now until I think the second of October. That's my guess. Over, I'm gonna say October second, maybe October third, but I'm gonna say no, it's October second. It's the day before our new song premieres. You've got between now and then to listen to 98 episodes. Well, no, it would be 99 by that point by the time this week's comes out or next week's. I don't know, but th- that's what you've got, and you better do it. It's a homework assignment, and you better do it. Um, could be, you know, I mean, if you don't listen to Here to Bubblegum, it'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. 
But uh, check that out. Those guys, that's a that's a big accomplishment for them, and we're closing in on 200 real quick. And um, I'd love to get the Spooky family and here to chew bubblegum on for the 200th episode of Talk Junkie. Maybe do that one in person. Uh, I like in-person podcasts. Uh, better than I do the Zooms. But, um, you know, look forward to that. Um, it's almost October, which means it's almost time uh, for... You know, everybody else says March Madness, and March Madness is stupid. It's stupid, stupid. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't watch college basketball. But if you want a tournament, I mean, I'm talking Mortal Kombat level tournament, the tournament to end all tournaments. You need to check out Spooky Family because it's almost October, and you know, uh, everything has its prime. Even if something is magnificent, all the time. It will have its prime, and the prime of the Spooky Family is October. So you definitely need to check out the Spooky Family uh, this October and check out the uh, uh, the tournament they got going on. I don't know what I was going to be in at this time. I have heard word on the street. Again, I'm of the streets, a man of the streets. I know these streets, and these streets know me. And the word on the street is Clubber Lane. Uh, will make a return uh this this year. I I, I can't I can't uh verify that a hundred percent for sure, but um you know that's again the the word uh on the streets. Judgment comes for you, and judgment comes for you. Judgment comes for you. Judgment comes for you. Judgment comes for you. You know, come in between them songs and stuff, and I'm stopping and recording and uploading while I'm recording, and I'm hoping. So, I, so I'm using a new system. I'm using Anchor's actual deal right now instead of using um, Zoom to record this. The, the issue I'm having is I assure you people, I promise you, I have spent a fortune. Well, not a fortune, but a fortune for me. You know, I started out podcasting with nothing and went to about $150 set up. I am easily running right now, laptop, board, and all. I don't know, close to a thousand dollar setup, and I don't think it sounds any better on your end. On my end, through these headphones, listening through this Rodecaster Pro, it sounds excellent. It does, um, but it doesn't, especially music and stuff, just doesn't translate. Sounds bad. I I don't I don't know why, um, but. I promise you I'm trying every week to make that better and to change that. I, I really, really am. Because that's the goal. The goal is, um, you know, to have a good sounding podcast and maybe at some point not do this for a living, but do this consistently and well enough that it affords me other opportunities in life and it allows me to talk to the people I want to talk to and and have fun. Uh, I think any of us at podcast, you know, uh, I've 
in very in some form or another the joke or comment or idea has been flown amongst myself and Bolin or myself and Goose or myself and Elliot and them at some point. Like everybody's when I'm podcasting for a living, you know. But um that's that's not uh it's not happening right now. Uh and I, I wish I wish that it was. I mean obviously everybody wishes <laughs> you know wishes that it was. Um but it's not and uh uh, des- deservingly so. Like I don't, I don't think I'm good enough to be podcasting for a living. Um, today's, um, you know, I, I don't sit down. Like I said, sometimes I do, but I generally don't sit down and go, "Okay, this is exactly how today's." Um, this is exactly how today's episode is going to go. I don't do that mainly because I'm not able to do that. And, you know, my wife just went through a really bad situation. And um, I've talked about loss before. And it's not her podcast. And she's not on here. And I'm one of those people that I'll say anything. In regards to being open, I, there's nothing that I'm not willing to talk about. Um, but there's my life's a private person. So, you know, to sit here and talk about the experience that that's, I've had with her over the last couple of weeks doesn't seem right or fair or, or just like something I should do. Like it doesn't. And, and, and that was a lot of what was weighing on my mind today is, you know, what that that's been my experience for two weeks and that's kind of what this podcast is is me doing life as it as it happens or things as they pop into my head and as i think about them and what will what will we what we will discuss a lot of times on here will be you know something that is a direct result of what is impacting me in that moment and in that time, you know, um, and I, I think I do that because it, it's, it is like therapy. Podcasting is like therapy. And, you know, the old joke, well, everybody's got a podcast now, you know, there's podcasts about guys, you know, there's, there's guys doing podcasts about their podcast, you know, at this point. So, you know, we don't. The Bukowski lines, uh, we don't need any more poets, I guess, or we don't need any more podcasters. I disagree. And this is why. Um, if 500 people downloaded episode 75, and I think this is episode 165, somewhere in that ballpark, if eight people download 165, the result for me, if I'm not looking at this from a, uh, and this would be 166, <laughs> I had to check, it's LCD. Um, it, it, the result from this would be the same because I'm not doing it, obviously, for money because if I was, I would be going broke. I'm not doing ads at this moment. I'm not, uh, I don't have the channel monetized or anything. Uh, so having said that, I have to have a reason to do it. And my reason to do it is it literally is a, it's a therapy for me. It's my, okay, let me tell these people what's wrong with me. 
and that helps me process it. And uh, sit out here early in the morning, on weekend morning, by myself, drinking coffee out of my Beetlejuice cup, talking to my therapist, and you guys are my therapist. And, you know, you can send um, your reports to talkjunkie at gmail.com. That's not off the table. You can do that. I still do have an email. But that's the purpose for me in in doing this. Uh, Now, my inability to filter and hold some, it's not ideal for what I do. To be completely honest with you, it's not ideal for this because I have said things and made comments that people who are close to me or related to me have got it's got back to them they've not liked it they you know you have to make a choice and and i've made that choice with this podcast but i've also made that choice especially in my private life not completely you know like just hanging around people i'm not like there's people i'm i'm not myself around and i'm not proud of that but for the most part i'm good about that unapologetically i want to be me and if I can't be me around you, then me and you probably don't need to be around each other. And so if I can't be me on this podcast, then you probably don't need to listen to this podcast or I don't need to do it. And being who you are, being being who you are is what determines your quality of life. Fake life will not benefit you. You won't prosper from it. You won't. The biggest thing to me, everybody talks about the meaning of life. What's the meaning of life? Why are we here? I, I can't answer that. You, some people have a religious answer. Some people have a philosophical answer. Some people have a scientific answer. To me, I have no answer. I can't tell you a definitive one, if there is a reason, and two, if there is that reason, what it is. But I can tell you this to some degree, to some level, you 110% have the ability to determine why you're here. here. I know why I'm here. 110%. It's not to podcast. It's not to play music. It's not to be one of the great minds of my time. I can tell you that right now. All those things would be cool, but that's not why I'm here. I'll never do those things. I'll never be a great musician. I play music with great musicians. I'll never be an unbelievable author, but I read some really good authors. I'll never be Joe Rogan, but I'll have a podcast. I'll never be a great, great mind, but I'll think some stuff. But my purpose for being here is to live life. Now, i got to define that based on what my criteria of living life is. And and that's a big thing to unlock because, one, What do I look at as living life? Well, I look at living life 
as seeking love, happiness, and to move forward, to progress. Not not huge. I, I don't have to get out and invent, reinvent the wheel. I don't have to get out and have that number one selling book, that top album. I don't, that's not, that's not, that's an accomplishment. And those are beautiful things. And I would take those, anybody would take those, but progression can be so small. Progression can be so minute that just that inch forward, that inch forward, just because it keeps you moving. That's the easiest way to know you're living is if you're moving. But that's all I need out of those things. Now, there, there, there's other people, <clears throat> and, and this is the one I get a lot from people I know, that they have a different criteria for what life is to them. Criteria to them is, well, it, I live for Jesus. I support that a thousand percent because that's that's you, that's your purpose, and you've put that into your life, and I'm fine with that. The thing is you have to be fine with me living my life like I'm fine with you living your life. You can say, I live my life for the pursuit of science. Great. I live my life to better other people's life. Great. I live my life because I'm here and i got to get this thing over with. I'm fine with that. I can't judge or try to change why you live your life. That's ridiculous. Even if you live your life for a bad reason, if you live your life just to be a nuisance and to to rape, rob, pillage, and st- I, I hope your life is snuffed out early and taken away from me. I do. You can't get mad at me for saying that because that's how I live my life. I don't have a problem with it. Don't have a problem with how you live. You've got to understand, if you live your life as an asshole, I'm going to want bad things to happen to you. I can't help that. Doesn't mean I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's what you should do. I don't know. But it's how I live my life. It's how I live my life. It's not up to you. It's not on you. If I want to make a joke about the Catholic priesthood, it's not on you. If you're Catholic and you're offended by that, be offended by the fact that it keeps happening and they keep getting away with it. Be offended by that. I'm offended by the existence of the church, not by the people themselves. Because, see, if that's an issue so bad over so many centuries that can't be stopped, then the support for that institution needs to go away. Is the name Catholic Church, is the papacy something that was determined by man, not by God? The, the, by Constantine and, and the first order of the Catholic Church determined who the Pope would be. and, and the, the, That's all man determined by man. Is that more valuable than Christ? Is that more valuable than love and religion and God and the way we are told to live biblically? Is it? Because if it is, then you're not a Christian. You're just a Catholic. Maybe that's easier for me because I'm on the outside looking in. Most definitely not Catholic. Maybe that's maybe that's easy for me. But the same would go for the Jehovah's Witnesses who have had issues with that. Uh, FLD, FLDS, Harvey's Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day, whatever. It's, 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 they're marrying little girls. Um, so 
that's not me making a judgment on how you live your life. It's me making a judgment on you being a bad person. And it is me making a judgment. And that's fair. You can judge things in life. You can. You can judge me for wanting to be just alive. Just enjoy my family. Enjoy my friends. Make a little music. Record a little podcast. Not be mad. Not hate anybody. Not just, you know, just exist. I think the biggest joke when I was growing up, and it's still a joke today, I think it's probably from about, it, I don't know, time frame would be hard on this because I was born in 82, but so I can say this from 82 on. What, what a lot of people like to do is poke fun at hippies. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it's such a it's such a weird ass thing. Like, you know, whole hippie thing, peace, love, rock and roll, free love, man, acid and orgies. Like that ain't that ain't my scene, Daddy. I don't do that. You know what I mean? That ain't my uh you know, uh that's that's not what I do. But not that I wouldn't do that acid just for the the minute, but that's a that's a different podcast stuff again. Um but there, there's aspects of that that hippie lifestyle. I just I can't, you know, and that's all. It's always the butt of jokes, man. Some hippie stuff. And I think I said something. Bowling sent me back once. I said something on a podcast about some hippie dippy shit. I was like, that's some hippie dippy shit. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, some of the stuff I say is hippie dippy. That's because there's a lot of value in the mindset that originally got them there. You know, that peace and love, and you know. Uh, freedom of expression, like those, those are beautiful things, beautiful things. So you take the joke out of context there, and, and there's beauty there in that. There's beauty in that freedom to be you. There's beauty in that freedom to be something different than what you are. And, and you know, I, I, I like that. I like, I like that beauty. I like, I like the ideal. The idea of being something different, you know, different than, than what's ordinarily expected. Because th these these restrictions, you know, these social restrictions that we do place on people, the, the hippie movement was against that. But it had beautiful tenets to it. You know, I, I don't want to be cookie cutter. I don't want to be out of the mode, you know. I'm probably as plain Jane as they come, but I, I try to live like I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, um it's it's a weird it's a weird deal you know trying to trying to navigate life you know people act like it's like it's so easy you know and i and i think i come off sometimes being like, oh, so you just do this if it's the most complicated thing i've ever done in my life literally <laughs> life is the most complicated thing you ever do but you know uh, even though being the butt of this joke there's some beautiful tenements and and how uh, or tenants and and how these that hippie culture was and, and how they exist and how they lived. And, and so, you know, when looking at how you're going to live your life, you know, a lot of people chose to live that way, you know, to live more of a hippie-esque lifestyle. And I look at that and I just see the beauty in it, man. I, don't, you know, I mean, are there negatives? I'm sure there are. I don't know. You, you ever, you ever drive down the road and be like, man, I'm gonna look for red cars. You start looking for red cars, look for red cars. You know what you find a lot of red cars. If I sit and look at how this group of people chose to live their life, and I sit down there and 
I'm like, man, I'm going to look for negatives and how they live. And I'm going to find a lot of damn negatives. But if I look at that and go, man, what's the beautiful aspect of this? What's what's what part? What can I steal from it? Let me be greedy. Let me be greedy. Let me let me take something. If I'm going to take something, what part of this can I take? What can I benefit myself with? I don't sit here and judge these people. I don't sit here and go, well, this they didn't do this and they didn't do that and they do this wrong. They're wrong. What can I take from it? Well, how can I benefit? I can't benefit from sitting looking for red cars all day. Shit, all I'm going to find is red cars. He only needs so many red damn cars. But if I look for something beautiful, on that same road trip, I'm like, man, it's the most beautiful thing I can find. Then I get in that mindset and I start looking for beautiful things. It's the most beautiful thing I can find in this hippie culture. Freedom and love and expression and anti-conformity, the most important thing in the world. But you put that on the flip side and look, you know, um, like I'm Reagan conservatives. Oh, yeah, I mean, I can, look down, I can look at the failures of trickle-down economics, and I, you know, I can look at the failure of a, a war state, uh, you know, and, and where our country's got to, and, and I can look at um, physical Republicans, and I, well, no, I, I look at social Republicans and, and go, man, you know, <laughs> you that afraid that you may like the taste of a penis that you got to hate gays that bad? That's crazy. That's screwed up. I don't get it. Somehow love deeply said to me about a church once. I oh, am, yeah, but and that's one of them churches where they accept everybody. And I'm like, well, ain't that the idea of church? Ain't that the perfect church? They accept everybody? Yeah, but they, you know, they approve of it. And this is in reference to gay marriage. Man, that, <laughs> where you put your wingding? In no way affects my future of my day. That if it makes you happy, do it, do it. If you're not hurting anybody or forcing anybody, I don't care. And I don't think anybody else does either. No just God, no blue. I don't it's a wiener. You ever look at it? I mean, I ladies, I don't you probably don't have one, but if you ever look at it, it's not amazing. It's not the end all be all. It's not saving the world. It's not this thing to be idolized idolatry is bad anyway so where you stick it doesn't really matter and given the opportunity man will stick it almost anywhere so uh you know i can look though i can look into that and i can find good in that because you know a lot of i think atheists and and because i do have some atheist friends and and, and there's a huge difference between atheist and agnostic, and I, I think that can't be expressed enough. But a lot of atheists that I've talked to, you know, do the same thing. I'm, I'm guilty of it. It's, it's just an attacking of organized religion. And that's the institution, you know. And that, for better or for worse, is linked directly to that conservative Republican mindset, which is so far from this hippie mindset we've been talking about. It's not even funny. This is a very corporate, very uh, not on the outside, not fringe, very in, in the mix, right in the middle mindset. And it is very tied to, to Christian theology, but it, it's also very tied to the entity that is the church, and that's different. Religion is different from faith, very different from faith. And I'm not trying to get 
preach here on a Sunday morning. That's not what I do. Anybody that knows me. I was almost a preacher. That was my goal in life. For a very short time in life. And, uh, but I, I can look at this and take the organization out, to, to take the physical church out. And look at the, the ideal of, of Christianity, the um, love thy neighbor. Thou shalt not kill. Uh, you know, turning the other cheek and being good to your fellow man and, and loving others. And the whole ideal of a Christ-like existence is to be unselfish and completely giving of oneself. So I can see the beauty in that. I can see beauty in almost anything. Now, I separate the organization from the belief structure. Are there negatives in that belief structure? Yes, almost all of them man-made. Um, hell, for existence, for example. What most modern Christians know of hell, they got from the ideals passed down to them by clergy and, and preachers and priests who got that, those ideals from Dante's Inferno, not from biblical. Most, most religious people didn't read the book, and if they did, they didn't understand it. They didn't understand that the mark of the beast referred to the emperor of Rome at the time. They didn't understand the historical importance of the book. And they didn't separate that from the teachings and, and the goals and whatever. That's I'm not uh, I'm not an expert on that, so that's not something I should delve deep into. And that's not what this is about. It's about finding the good in that. I got great people in my life. I do. But I got a lot of them. That negative, that negative is so imperative to them that it almost feels like, I think to them, that they can't exist without that negative, without that negative, without, that's that's the part they emphasize in life. Because sometimes, and it's only in the short run, it's only in the moment Emphasizing that negative can make you feel a little bit better about something that maybe you should feel bad about. Yeah, I, I'm a piece of crap for doing this, but at least I didn't do that. Or at least I'm not this person, you know. So it's not always bad to at least address the negative and look at it. But to put that kind of value on it is is bad because there is a value in negativity and it, this is probably the the statement i made that i make and this is this is something i say that most people are the most horrified by in my daily and, and someone being horrified by this is what prompted me to do this podcast i'm trying to work out because it, it's going to be hard to do but the podcast about my grandpa and things my grandfather said um i think my mom told me my papa told her he loved her once I'm sure he did it when he was little. 
You know, because my dad, who is not my grandfather's son, this is my grandfather on my mother's side I'm talking about. My dad, I'm 40. I know he told me when I was little because he'd done it with all the kids when they were little, but as they got older, he he just he couldn't he couldn't say I love you. I caught myself going down that road and stopped <laughs> real quick. You know, I, you know, Katie was 20-something, and I was like finding it hard to to say I love you. She's 23 now, and every day that I'm on the road and I'm not home to where I know my wife has talked to her, I text her at night and say, good night, I love you. You know, I tell my son every night when I get off the phone with my wife, good night, I love you. And I, you know, I tell my wife, and I never had a problem telling my wife, and I don't know what the difference was. I think it was just the way that I was raised. But my grandfather, I remember him telling me one time he loved me in my life. I know that he loved me. No, my dad loves me. I, you know, there's no, no question there. They may not like. I think my grandfather would be more uh, uh, tuned to who I am and, and, and more okay with who I am. I know I'm probably a disappointment to my father in a lot of ways, but that's not a burden for me that's a burden for him and I, I i hate that for him i do it it hurts me for him but it doesn't hurt me myself i don't mind that um but my grandfather and i were sitting there and i just to put an age on it, let's say 10 i don't know maybe 11 and he was upset and he was aggravated over something and i said i called him paul you know, from cowboy movies and stuff like that. They called Ma and Paul. Instead of Papa, I called him Paul. And not Paul, P-A-U-L, like everybody thinks his name is Paul. Like every man always thinks my grandpa's name is Paul. It's Ford, but they think it was Paul. Uh, but I'm like, Paul, I love you. And he didn't say that. I said, Paul, I love you. I said, it's important to tell people you love. He said, you love me, do you now? He said, how much? I said, a lot. He said, well, what do you hate the most? I said, well, I don't know. He said, well, if you can't hate at the level that you can love, even if it's for a second and you let it go so it don't eat you, but if you can't hate for a second as much as you can love, how do you know what love is? And how do you know what level you need to love at? And how do you know how important something you love is to you? Because everything has an opposite. Everything has an equal. And in my head, that developed my mentality and that developed my outlook on life and, and my philosophy on life. Everything has an equal. If I look hard enough for that good and I dig hard enough for that good, I'll see that bad. I'll see it and it'll be as plain as day to me and it won't affect me like maybe it would if I if I only pursued one and not the other. Because I, I, there's a dichotomy there. there. There's a juxtaposition to what, uh, to anything in life, to, to anything, to, to love its hate. You know, I, I mean... Uh, and, and I think there's an importance in that. I think there's an importance in that. I really do. And, and, and to not go any further in depth into that, because I want to save that for when I'm, I'm doing the episode on my grandfather, but that is a mentality I don't think a lot of people had. And maybe that's why I look at things the way I look at things. But, you know, I do it all the time, and I say I'm not going to. But here I am, 110%, sitting here being that uh, motivational speaker guy. <laughs> got to be positive. You got to keep your head up. You're telling her, I, I, have no, I, I have no interest in those dudes. I don't believe for me what those dudes do work. But 
For some people it does because they find the positive in that. And I look for the positive in it, and there's some positive there. there there's, there's some ideal out there. But that's not what I'm trying to do. People say, what are we here for? You know, if if all of us got together collectively and sat down and figured out the meaning of life, If we sat down and done that, and we completely and totally understood why we're here, what we're here for, at the end of the day, when that was done, how um how would we go forward? What would we move forward with? What would it accomplish if we knew exactly why we were here? Exactly what we were here for? Nothing. Okay, you figured it out. What does that do to the people after you? We're, you're, let's say your whole purpose was to come here, take care of the earth, just to to farm or plant. Or like it, it's kind of like a building project, and like it takes – billions and billions of years and you've basically got a job to come and do what would the most important part of your day be at that point what you did outside of the work what you did for the joy for the fun for the love what brought you happiness what gave you hope what 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 you wanted to live for family friends pursuit passion whatever it was so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what quote unquote we're here to do what we're here for that doesn't matter because at the end of the day, we 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 are one hundred percent going to pursue what brings us joy. And the sad thing is, for some people, whether they want to admit it or not, what brings them joy is the negative aspects of life, the bitter the bitter pills of life, and they love it, and they live for it, and they live for it. And, so be it. Let them have it. Let it be theirs. If that's what they need, let it be theirs. I'm okay with that. It's just that's not what I. It's not what I need or want out of life. It's just not. I live for the things that bring me joy, and you can call that an irresponsible, gluttonous life, whatever you want won't change what brings me joy and it won't change what I live for. Not even for a moment. Because at the end of the day, that's that's who I am. And I'm 125% okay with that. Thank you.
you heard a little bit of hesitation there as I'm trying to finish that thought, the thought that I finished right before that song is because this new software that I was using and I was worried about did exactly what I was afraid it was going to do and stopped recording like so long into it. That's so stupid. Anchor, fix that. Please fix that. Uh, so it's probably back to Zoom next time. But hope you enjoyed today. And I said it wasn't going to be long and I haven't went back and looked at it, but I didn't keep a time as I went. And I bet it's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be because that's how it works. And that's how... Um, I don't know. That's how I do things. Can't help it. It's you know, it's not um it's not ideal, obviously. But uh that's that's how I do things. And I've got a bad habit of that. The email is talkjunkie at gmail.com. The band is Pervice. Please check them out. The playlist, uh probably be in the comments. We can sit and go over it to that right now, but I don't remember because uh I didn't plan any of the songs out today. It's kind of other than the very first one, obviously. Uh, but I didn't really plan any of these others out. They just kind of popped up as I, as I was going along. Some of them literally was searching for as as I was doing segments. So um, there's that. Check out the the people I love. Check out uh, Talk or well, yeah. Check out Talk Junk if you don't care. But check out Here True Bubblegum and Spooky Family. Uh, do those people solid and check them out. Uh, much love to One Bowling Cox. Love you, big guy, because you're probably the only one that makes it to the end of these crappy episodes. Um, I, I had a good time today. It was one of them just free flow, just had no idea what the episode was going to be about until I said something that triggered something and got me thinking. And and sometimes those go good, and sometimes I ramble on on those. And I think I rambled on a little bit today, but that's okay. Um, you got to take the good with the bad. That's just, that's just what you get when you get this. But... Um, the book, all that, and then there's other stuff, and you should go to the Red Spotted Noop because whenever the book's done, that's where you'll find it at. Uh, but even if you're not looking for my book, um, you'll find you some Bukowski. She can order you Bukowski, and it's excellent. And she's got all the local, if you're from this area, she's got all the local authors and stuff from coming in there, and she's doing a lot of things and, and really helping our community. And, and I love that store, and I love that person, and I'd like to see you go, go support them and uh, do all that cool stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I'd like to have something profound and important to say, but, um, I don't. And, um, all I can say at that point is don't suck, don't die and be good to people. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a typical story where the bassist kills the singer, the guitarist and the drummer find they're in love with each other. It's the story of the kid who clearly won't know what to say when the love of his life starts to calmly walk away. The story of the dad who decides to chase his dream, he quits his job, he falls apart, and he loses everything. And it's the story of the kid who just wants to make a record, loves and crafts it, but nobody ever, ever cares about it. Whoa. Hey, hey.